Welcome back to Peace of Chaos. It is uh, the end of November. We had Thanksgiving. Christmas music is on. Christmas decorations are up. The year has flown by. I cannot believe it. Uh, I guess I was just really busy this year because it feels like a blink since last Christmas season. So, uh, in a lot of ways, 2023, uh, on a grand scale in the world, kind of sucked <laughs> when you really think about it, what's going on in the world. But, uh, locally, <clears throat> um, locally, uh, Thanksgiving was great. We had Great time, great friends over, uh, great food. Uh, had re- I had a really great conversation on Thanksgiving. It was really fun. Like, you know, you hear the horror stories about political conversations and all that stuff. I, I just had, uh, yeah, I just had a really fun time uh, talking about all kinds of stuff. Um, one thing that came out of it, which I'm really interested in trying to do, I know I, I've talked about it a little bit on here, I think, over over the years, but uh, I, I love to read, but I've been going in cycles of reading a lot and then not being able to read much uh, for whatever reason. Usually it's when I read a fiction book, it kind of throws a wrench in my progress. and um, takes me a while to re-ramp up, but uh, I'm reading a great book right now called Lifetime. And I'll, maybe I'll tell you about that when it's over. Really cool book. Uh, but before that, I was I was reading some fiction, and it just it just slows me down. I don't know why. It makes me a slower reader. You know, it doesn't slow me down. It just takes me longer to read it. Um, which is kind of the opposite of what it used to be. But anyway, uh, the interesting thing about the conversation at Thanksgiving was it got me thinking because the the guy I was speaking with. Uh, has actually been on the podcast before. Uh, Ken Steffes, he came up for Thanksgiving. It was great to hang with him. Uh, but we were talking about, you know, politics and and what's going on in the world. And, you know, really, Ken's a smart dude. You know, he, uh, he he's a smart dude. So we were talking about the president and the former presidents. And he said he started doing this thing where he he's reading the uh, autobiographies of the president's in order, like the best autobiographies of the presidents in order. And I was like, and, and fascinating stuff. Like you learn about the presidents because for, for better or worse, this is the system we've had for, you know, however many hundreds of years, hundred years or 200 years, 300 years, 1776. Where are we now? 300 years. Um, and, uh, really interesting, the viewpoint from a president. And I, I, I really want to embark on that project. Uh, it seems like something worthwhile. Uh, it You could probably get through it in a year if you stay on it, you know? Um, so anyway, I'm thinking about that. Really, really got me thinking. Really fascinating stuff to, to learn about. So, uh, but yeah, we had... Believe it or not, we had fun political conversation and we didn't necessarily agree on everything. How about that? It was amazing. We had long 
talks and asked a lot of questions and learned things from each other. And it was really cool. And that's how it should be. It's uh, definitely how it should be. Um, uh, also, over the break, uh, had some changes with my 90s cover band. If I've not told you guys about it, it's called Temple of the Dads. And it is me and uh, three other dad musicians uh, playing all 90s covers and good ones, like like stuff that I was saying at band practice recently. I was like, I wish I could go see our band. Or if I went to see a 90s band, I would be psyched that they played our set list. So I like the music that we play. We all like the music that we play. I think we pick some hits but also obscure things like we play stuff for example off of gish from smashing pumpkins it's their first release it was before siamese dream uh didn't really have a hit necessarily uh it was big for people that liked smashing pumpkins when they first came out uh but really they hit the mainstream with siamese dream and that song today so you know like we play two songs off of uh gish we play uh siva and uh it's actually like Shiva and um, I am one. And then we play wood, which is on the single soundtrack. So not like we also play today, but you know, we also play those, those really fun rock and pumpkin songs. Um, and we got a new guitar player and he's great. Like great, great. Um, really cool guy. It's a fun hang. And like I said, we're all just old men, dads and, uh, over break, we got together and had a, a, a practice, a rehearsal. Um, and it was just really fun. It was super, super fun because we learned a bunch of new songs uh, that we all brought and said we, you know, because we got this new guitar player, we're like, okay, let's, you know, look at our set, look at what we, the songs we play and suggest things and learn, learn new ones. And everybody learned a couple new ones to come into rehearsal. And it was just so fun. I can't wait to play another show. It was really, really fun. Um, one of the songs we're adding uh, is one of my favorite songs by a band called Hum. It's called Stars. Uh, it's so great to play that live. Um, uh, what's the other one that we did that I've never played live that's really fun? Well, Shiva, is uh, that pumpkin song is really fun. Great drum parts, some really challenging stuff. Um, really challenging stuff. We're going to play uh, Sober by Tool. And uh, that song's super, super interesting to play uh, from the from a drum perspective. Obviously, Danny Carey is, uh, is crazy, but crazy good. Um, but learning it, like, to the point where I have to take out, I have to look at charts and really break down what he's doing sometimes because it is... Uh, it's pretty crazy. He's all over the place with time signatures and just super locked in. And I love it. It's been a really fun learning experience to, to figure that song out. Um, did I say the song sober by, by tool? So pretty iconic. Um, so yeah, temple of the dads has really been fun. Uh, and there's just sort of a new energy around it. Um, we played a show and it was just really, really fun. I think I mentioned we played with this band called Reefer Madness. Reefer is spelled R-E-I-F-E-R, I believe. Reefer Madness. They're a punk band from Canada. They were incredible. Just incredible dudes. Uh, 
incredible musicians, like, like inspiring. And, uh, you know, punk isn't my favorite genre of music, but I just stood there in awe and appreciation at how good they were at their craft. It was, it was really awesome. Uh, and then we got to play with, you know, play on that same show that night. And we had a blast talking to those guys after the show and, uh, they hung around for our set and it was like, it was, uh, it was just great. It was great, great, great. So Temple of the Dads is, is, uh, going well. And, um, this week, uh, by the time you're listening to this, December 1st, Friday, December 1st, there is a, uh, I think it's the fourth, maybe, maybe fourth or fifth of the, of the 2023 new and improved comedy Ahoy shows. Uh, and I'm going to get to see my longtime friend and the guy who actually gave me my first spot doing comedy, James Fry. Uh, great comic, great dude, just a just a bundle of love, that guy. Giant man. He's in so many TV commercials on Sunday football. It's so crazy to see him several times while we're watching the Eagles games. Like, up oh, there's James again. There's James again. What's the one? I think it's a it's a wine commercial that David Putty's in, uh, where there's a bunch of dudes sitting on the couch, like talking about uh, having wine, and he's just this big bearded, friendly dude, and he's the best. So he's doing the show. I'm really looking forward to seeing him seeing him on Friday night. Um, hoping that m- the material I'm working on very very slowly comes together as something that's something over time. It's uh comedy's weird for me right now. Uh, it has a, it has a place for me right now, but mostly because I, I, I just, uh, you have to be, I think, unless it's all you do, which I, I think, you know, obviously, uh, it's a hobby I have at this point that, that is, is fun once in a while. And it's an art form that I love. But comics need to do comedy all the time. And as, as, you know, you got to be all in, I think, which is what I'm struggling with right now. Uh, Because I can't, I don't feel like I can go all in. But anyway, it's fun. It'll be great to hang with people and give some of this material a shot. It's just, it's going to take me a long time to craft new material. Um, Having to basically burn the material I had pre pandemic and then take three years off almost. Uh, it's a long road to build back up and, and maybe I'm just, uh, looking at the steep uphill less, uh, enthusiastically than I, than I did before. But anyway, at any rate, it's going to be fun and I'm, I'm really looking forward to trying this new material and see what works, see if I can get something out of it. Um, and then, uh, what else did I want to tell you this week? Oh, this was interesting. This is old man shit. Kinda. Uh, only because you have to be old enough to remember all these different waves that I'm going to talk about. But basically I had a friend ask me, cause I, I have always loved the police and sting. Um, and love their music. I think it's incredible. Stuart Copeland, one of my favorite drummers of all time. I won't say Andy Summers is one of my favorite guitar players, but he is because I love the way his guitar fits in with the police. 
but it was never the thing I focused on. Uh, so just the sound of the poli- the police, ma- the sound those three people made together was magic to me. And I, I still love it. Uh, interesting though, some of their lyrics, I mean, it, they started in the seventies, you know, so, um, some of the lyrics don't hold up oddly, kind of weird. Uh, there's a girl and I saw a woman on TikTok, like hearing, uh, don't stand so close to me for the first time. And like, Whoa, this is weird. And it is, you know, it's, a, it's a, it's a story about a professor who, uh, is tempted by his students. Uh, I don't know. In the video, it seemed like university, but that's because Sting was already like in his thirties uh, or forties when when that song, when that video came out. Um, he mentions this girl is half his age. You know, a little creepy, but anyway. Uh, some of their lyrics don't hold up, but the music's incredible. Um, and then his solo career uh, st- sort of started when I was in high school, and. I loved it. I loved the solo sting. Uh, the music was so, uh, sophisticated, you know, even the police music was sort of sophisticated in some ways, lyrically, certainly on synchronicity. Uh, you know, I'm 10 years old talking about, talking about Mephistopheles. Like I would have known that word without sting, but, uh, so his solo work at first was sort of jazzy. He had Manu Kache playing drums with him. He had, uh, oh man, who was the guy that played in Bring On The Night? Um, uh, name's escaping me. But anyway, incredible drummers, uh, incredible bass players, horn players, keyboard players, just the best of the best playing a mixture of his music and, and uh, new music, solo music and police stuff. And there's a movie of it. You should, if you're into it called bring on the night, you know, he, he, I don't think he rented the castle. It was probably his castle. He's in a castle somewhere. The whole band meets and rehearses for this tour in this castle. Uh, and you see them build the music together. And uh, it's just, unbelievable. So I love the, the first record. Um, he had, uh, let's see, records, Sting Solo Records, drummers. He had Vinnie Caliuta at one point, who was, you know, a Frank Zappa's drummer. Um, unbelievable drummer. Unbelievable. Omar Hakim is the guy I was trying to think of who played that first record called uh, Dream of the Blue Turtles. Um, unbelievable, but just, just incredible talent, incredible mu- music. So in a way I was probably way on the younger side of listening to that music. Anyway, it seemed like adult contemporary in a way, you know, like what you would call adult contemporary, but somewhere along the way, then he had, uh, uh the soul cages, which is an incredible record. I mean, just start to finish some incredible music on that one. Uh, 10 Summoner's Tales. Love that record. That's the one with Vinnie Caliuta, uh, except there's one song on it called Fields of Gold. It was a big hit, but I hated it and I always skipped it. And that was for me kind of the end of Sting because after that, I think his record was called Mercury Falling. 
And that's that whole record sounded like Fields of Gold to me, and I just stopped listening then. And I don't know why. It just doesn't appeal to me anymore. So as Sting aged and I aged, we we grew apart. But I still love those old records. Um, they're just magic to me. And I can... There's versions, there's live versions of those songs on... There's a live version of Bring On The Night. Uh, and it has just some incredible solo work by these incredible jazz musicians that joined up with Sting and played with him for that tour. Um, yeah. So if you haven't heard or seen that, I'd go check it out. It's pretty damn good. But I just thought that was interesting because I hadn't really given it much thought. I hadn't thought about sting in a while. And, uh, I was just like, well, if I really think about it, uh, after fields of gold, he, he lost me a little bit. And, you know, maybe I haven't given, I haven't listened to the record, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, there was that one song with the Indian, like, uh, yodeling, not, I'm sure it's not called yodeling. That's so insensitive. I don't know what it's called, but that, uh, I dream of it. That's not how it goes. It's not even in that key, but, uh, he has this chanting in, in the song. Uh, that song was okay but nothing to write home about. I didn't, I didn't love it. So anyway, that's my sting rant. And, uh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, enjoy, uh, the next uh, week or two. I do have a guest scheduled, so hopefully it'll, it'll, uh, happen as scheduled and we'll get that out as soon as you can. I think you're going to absolutely love it. Uh, and I want to keep it a surprise for some reason, but it's going to be a good one. So 